2: Disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary bird Elliot Holman and wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer.
3: Do you know what's overrated in MLS? What? Winning games.
2: This is the MLS UK Show.
3: Winning games, eh? Who needs it? Welcome to episode 23 of the MLS UK Show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Let's do it. Big Week in MLS it is the all-star game. So let's just brush over what happened at the weekend and concentrate on that, right?
1: Yeah, But we still need to talk about last weekend, Atlanta won, Orlando lost. It were loads of great games.
3: Uh, Yeah, we lost twice just to, to, you know, make that point. Uh, Also, as well as discussing the MLS All-Star game versus Juventus in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, we'll look ahead to this week's action in MLS as well.
2: Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show.
1: Big week in MLS, so exciting this week. I do have to say, first of all, well, thanks to everyone who listened last week. Uh, the VAR Tissue, was it called? You come up with the names.
2: Uh, VAR
3: Tissue, bit of uh, Red Hot chilies.
1: Yep. Um, it became our second most listened to uh, MLS UK show. Really? Yeah, behind uh, the Cincinnati one with Jack Stern, who's the goalkeeping coach there. He came on, talked about them joining MLS next year. Um and we—it was really—it's—it's it's really humbling. Throughout the week, we both look at how many people's listening, and we're like, "Off oh, you seen?
3: I find it crazy. I find yeah. it absolutely crazy. We do a normal radio show here in the UK where um, we we play Bruno Mars and David Guetta and Zed and Selena Gomez, and I'm just like, "Oh, there's Zed," uh, you know. Here's David Guetta. The fact that we have no music and we're just talking about soccer, and the fact that people bizarrely, are, like, why why are people interested? It's so weird. We've managed to con a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Thank you so much. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I find it really weird. Um, I should just be playing Bruno Mars and DJ Khaled.
1: Yeah. Although this would not go down well on this podcast. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, We can only play one second of a song anyway. Exactly. Uh, Right. So, um, well, shall we talk about last weekend first?
3: I don't think we need to. No, no. Let's... it was a busy weekend of MLS last all right, week. All all right. I'll tell you what. I got this. I got this. So there was games in MLS. They happened. Uh, so on to this week. Uh, <laughs> some really good fixtures this week. Oh, come on.
1: It was a really good weekend of MLS action. Yeah, it's really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, so this
3: week. No, uh, no, no. You're not Starting on Saturday. Yeah. Atlanta United versus oh, yeah, okay, Toronto okay. FC. All
1: right. I thought you were going to brush past it. Uh Yeah uh Atlanta 121 uh Martinez with his 23rd and 24th goal of the season. Uh, no,
3: sorry, I'm talking about Saturday the 4th of August. Atlanta versus Toronto FC. Uh, you know, as we do always always do some predictions for the following week, don't we? No, no, no. No, no. No.
1: No. Nope. Nope. What? We're discussing what happened last week. Mm, go on. Uh so Atlanta were first off the mark last weekend. Uh one again Martinez got two goals. I think his second goal is probably the, uh, the, not easiest, but perhaps the most scabbiest goal he'll ever score, considering that a, a, a clearance kind of hit his foot and went in. Do
3: you not find it boring? Oh, Atlanta won again. Oh, yawn. Uh, well,
1: considering I support Bolton Wanderers there in England, no, I don't, actually. Oh, fact, it's nice winning. Um, you know, there was a weather delay in this game. I decided to watch this naturally. I was I was kind of thinking, I was like, right, we do an MLS podcast. I watch Atlanta a lot. Should I watch New York Red Bulls versus Columbus Crew instead? Or even Toronto, who were on Sky Sports Football here in the UK. But I thought, no, let's watch. Uh, Montreal have been playing well. Let's watch Atlanta. Yeah, three, three and a half hours later, when I was still watching the game, uh, I decided that wasn't the greatest, greatest move. Um, an hour, half-time was. An actual hour. You were uh you were out having I mean, a night out, so you, I was getting I was sat there watching the game and I was getting Snapchats off you singing oh, yeah. I was, Snoop Dogg or whatever you were saying. I was out, wasn't I? Yeah. And um and I was sat there on my own in my home watching as the stream I got for the Atlanta game just showed rain. Lovely. Mm. Um Atlanta four points clear, top of the east now. Yep. Good work. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Oh, go on, I'll move on then. Uh, right, Red Bulls two, Columbus Crew three. Uh, the Crew went three 0 up after half an hour in this game. Um, the Columbus are really sticking in there. They had a good start, and then they had a bit of a sticky patch. But the nine points clear of the playoffs now.
3: That's a really big win away at mm. Red Bulls. Is a big win, especially that scoreline. Like to 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 manage to outscore them at home is huge.
1: Yeah, they've only uh, which normally happens when you win a game. <laughs> uh, you. Uh, it's only the
3: second.
1: It's <laughs> only the second defeat at home for Red Bulls this season, mm. and uh, New York in general—tough place to go. Yeah, or, or Harrison. Yeah, um, but uh, I mean, Red Bulls—they'll be fine, aren't they? Red Bulls seem to do this. They seem to have mm. a really good patch, and then they have a bit of a dodgy result, and then they get—they'll win the next four games. Standard Red Bulls—they'll
3: be fine. So, Toronto. Scored three goals and won a game. Yes. Toronto won a game. Let's have one second of some celebration music. <laughs> yep, thank you very much. Congratulations, Toronto. If uh, only we can't...
1: Toronto could play Chicago every week of the season because in the last week they played them twice and won twice.
3: Yeah. For legal reasons, we can't play any more than one second.
1: Uh, by the way... Just a heads up for anyone listening to episode 22. We have had quite a lot of people tweeting us with Mm -hmm. uh, suggestions for what celebration music we should have for each team. I'm collating it all. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's really fascinating. I'll be honest, a lot of the suggestions, I mean, we work at a radio station, a a radio station that plays like kind of pop mainstream music. Mm. So a lot of them I don't think we'll have. We'll have to kind of search them out and and get them. Uh, But it's really interesting hearing what everyone's saying. Um, Alcidor, back on the goal sheet. Everything's seeming a bit
3: rosier for Toronto at the moment. Yeah, they're on the up. Uh, same with DC as well. Toronto and DC both with some big wins. And and I say big wins. They are huge wins.
1: Yeah, when you've not won many all season, any win is a huge win. Mm. DC 2-1 over Colorado Rapids. Uh, yeah, Wayne Rooney, first goal for DC. Good nice little see. finish, that. Yeah, underneath uh, Tim Howard, his former Man United teammate.
3: I mean, I hate to say I told you so. How many times have I said Wayne Rooney will do it in MLS and all the DC fans, <laughs> come on. I agree with you. However, I
1: am going to sit on the fence of it. Let's, you know, three or four games does not make a season. Let's see how he does. He's got Let's assists see. and he's got goals. He's got that in his locker, so we'll see. Uh, a new Another newbie. But for Colorado, uh, Acosta had a really interesting debut, didn't he? Missed penalty, but then equalised.
3: Yeah, it's a shame because actually, obviously, with the penalty going in, he would have got two goals on his debut and they would have been able to tie the game. But, like I say, huge result for DC United.
1: I read that, you know, in the last podcast we were saying, like, why is he moved? Um, uh, Badgie went the other way Mm. to Dallas. Uh, He said he wasn't enjoying his soccer in Dallas. So it's his hometown. doing really well and it's his hometown. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised by that. But he's looking for a fresh start in Colorado.
3: Nothing to do with money then.
1: <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see if he can help them uh, get past second bottom in the, in the West. Uh, SKC2, FC Dallas 3. Now, we, everyone knows our opinions on FC Dallas and how they've done this season. Michael Barrios, uh, hat trick. You wait all season for a goal, then three come along at once, um, and you know they're now six points clear in the West. They're having a just.
3: What more can we say about FC Dallas? Yeah, it's getting to the point now. I, I, they impress me every single week. That's a huge hat trick, by the way, to go on the road and uh, mm. and nab that against a team like SKC. Fair play, um, and and they're just extending their lead in the in the West. It's impressive. Uh, SKC one point from last five games. Mm. I di- didn't I say though. Like I like SKC, we gave them a lot of praise in, at the start of the season. But didn't I say when you wobble in MLS, you wobble? And trust yeah. me, I know from experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Orlando famously had their, their mm.
1: run. Chicago have lost the last five. Yeah. SKC one point from five. It it is an interesting league to watch. Where if you're winning games, you're consistently winning. Momentum's them. momentum comes easily, but it's hard to get it back. Yeah. Uh so is it gonna be interesting CSKC for the rest of the season now? Can they have a strong finish? Because they are in a good position. They're in a position yeah, where Yeah, playoffs
3: they've... are on, but but it's you know, they were in a really strong position to go and win that West and now yeah. I'm not so sure. A few weeks ago this would have been a really big game at the yeah. top of the West. Uh right, Alfonso Davis,
1: we are going to miss you so much. Let's just I said on Twitter on Sunday morning, let's just make a pact. Let's just enjoy Alfonso Davis while we've still got him in MLS. The guy Gets a move to Bayern Munich, and then does
3: what he did. At, what a week for him! Two the, goals, two assists. The thing is, we've known about what he can do. I don't. I don't think there's any. There's been any doubt over that for the for the last couple of years. Alfonso Davis is an incredible talent. We we've all known that, but recently it does seem like he hasn't come from nowhere. But he's stepped it up, and and he has had the spotlight on him. And when the spotlight's been on him. He's shone even brighter. Yeah. He's not felt any pressure. He's excelled himself. And fair play to the guy. I'm dead happy for him. Not even 18 years old. Gets his move to Bayern. Um, does it in the right way. Still going to be in MLS for the rest of the season. So he's got a chance to to really make himself a hero at, at Whitecaps, even more than, than he is already. And I, I'm, I'm so impressed with him. I really, really am so impressed. Not just from a footballing um, aspect. But from the way that this whole deal is, has come about, and I think his attitude's been spot on.
1: It's a proper FIFA the journey kind it of really situation. Is. It really
3: is. Uh, so
1: if you've not seen Alfonso Davis' goal, head to our Twitter page, at MLS UK Show. They're on there from a few days ago. Uh, Vancouver 4, Minnesota 2. Can I just say, on Monday evening I put a tweet out, uh, which team has surprised you the most in mm. MLS? Toronto, for the wrong reasons, <laughs> was yep. a lot of people's answers. Uh, LAFC and Minnesota were the two teams we got a lot surprised for.
3: I, I would say Minnesota because I think li- listening back to the uh, early episodes of MLS UK show, we were saying, well, they've not added. At that point, they hadn't added anyone. No DP. What what, what are they doing? What are yeah. they hoping to achieve? And actually, <laughs> I take it all back. Yeah. Uh, now, this is
1: next game is an interesting game for us because uh, it's San Jose nil, RSL nil. Now, before you press the boo button, Elliot, okay, he's just kind of done it anyway, uh, Quakes22 on Twitter. You can't boo someone's hand. How it. many How many nil-nils does San Jose want? Well, it's not necessarily nil-nil. It's just San Jose nil. It's just them getting nil. Uh, Quakes22 on Twitter dm does. us, and he, he, uh, he did a plea for us not to boo San Jose, which I thought was great. The fact that someone is actually, really doesn't want it to happen to their team. Uh, and he, he's saying that it was a good result. So S, uh, you know, SJE are having a few problems at the moment. Now, Quakes twenty two. We appreciate you trying to tell us not to do it. You know, it was a big, it was quite a long message. However, they've not scored in the last three games, and they didn't score against Man United in the friendly. That was 0-0 as well. Go
3: oh, fancy not scoring against Man United.
1: So I'm sorry. If you'd if you'd drawn your last three games four four maybe we could have an exception, mm, but we'd, we we would have had a board meeting. Yeah, you're not scoring goals, and you know, well done. You're not conceded one, but um, yeah, you're not scoring goals. So unfortunately, the boo still stands. And can we have a another one for Real Salt Lake?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. is that enough? Oh, no, stop now. Me. Yeah, it's getting annoying now, isn't it? Just one more. Right. We're going to run through the last three games from the weekend because I really want to talk about the All-Star uh, game on... It's Wednesday night, isn't it? Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Portland 2, Houston 1. 14
3: games unbeaten now for Portland. I know. Ever since that move back home, when they played that first home game, it has been on for the Timbers. Um, and Fernando Adi was announced to be leaving the club just uh, a few moments before kickoff. off uh, We've made our feelings clear on, on Fernando You've Addy. You've made your feelings Ma- clear. Do you not agree?
1: Uh, well, kind of, yeah. But if you yeah, listen to episode terrible.
3: one, two, three, and I think four, you
1: made your feelings really clear on Fernando Addy. And, and I was kind of like, yeah, And guess to be so. fair, he then never played again,
3: so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He'll be back next season, though. Yeah. He'll be back with FC Cincinnati next season.
3: Hitting the post from two yards out. Fernando um, Fernando Addy nil composure I like the guy but nil composure
1: I'm glad he scored
3: yeah he's gone out with a bang they they brought him on he scored a goal Uh, fair play Portland like you say on an insanely good run beating Houston at home really good result 2-1
1: yeah they've got games in hand over teams above Mm. them in the west as well yeah Uh, right going into this was Sunday evening these both these games are on Sky Sports I watched the Seattle New York City game and I must say I know New York City have only won three games away including Orlando in the mid in midweek uh, but Seattle Sounders really impressed me, and we had Devin on the show. He was a Sounders fan. That was the epi- I can't remember what episode it was. It was uh, mm. during Sounders' poor run. Yeah, and he kind of said he was Sounders do this every season. They have a bad start and then they come at it at the end. And we were like, No, surely not again. And uh, big result. Yeah, they're unbeaten in six. Won the last three games. Five points off the playoffs now. Toronto are picking points up as well. It's going to be Toronto-Seattle mark three, isn't it? It's just, it's just going to happen, and we're all going to be annoyed.
3: I'm sorry, I'm not going for that. <laughs> no, let's, not, let's not be silly about it. Uh, great result for Seattle. Re- brilliant result for Seattle. Uh, dug in, um, scored goals, she has been a problem. Mm. three of them, in fact. Yeah. Um, and uh, New York City continue to struggle on the road. But when your home form's that good, who cares? Exactly. Like, If New York City, if they
1: have lost a few more games at home, they would be halfway mm. down the league. So, uh, Right, last but not least, LA Galaxy 4, Orlando 3. I tell you what, we always talk about Orlando. And Orlando, yeah, you was in the lead three times in this game. You've won one in the last 13. Uh, you've now lost three games in a row since the Toronto win. I could go on. However...
3: Let's talk about Zlatan. Mm.
1: He's now only five hat tricks off Martinez. <laughs> uh,
3: Zlatan was Zlatan was unplayable. Zlatan, um, we love him. We we love what he did um, when he was here at, at United. Uh, really happy to see him go to MLS because of the immediate impact he had in that game against uh, LAFC in the uh, El Tráfico. Uh, my thing with this game is. If Orlando had come off the back, if they'd won three games in a row or if they hadn't lost in five or something like this, and you and you have this game, you're like, oh, do you know what? Fair enough. Because they played really well. They scored three goals. They had the lead three times. It's just one of those games you'd be like, oh, that's, yeah. that's that's annoying, but fair play. Because Latan <laughs> absolutely smashed it for, for the Galaxy. It's just when you're on a terrible run like we are, it really, it really, really hurts. That really hurts. It's encouraging, yeah. but it really hurts. But fair play, honestly, fair play to to the Galaxy. I know we've got a lot of listeners, um, LA Galaxy fans, to the podcast. Uh, so shout out to you guys. They actually, to be fair, were very, very gracious in their victory, um, which is uh, more than I can say about another club. Well, uh, Galaxy are... Hi,
1: guys. Galaxy are third now in the West, so uh, maybe
3: if they got to the top of the league like Atlanta,
1: maybe their fans would be a bit more uh, arrogant.
3: I'm enjoying seeing this Galaxy resurgence, though, genuinely. like I know it was against Orlando, but uh, over the last few weeks, what have I said? They will outscore anybody, and that's exactly what they did. That is how you win games in MLS you're going to concede. There's always goals in MLS. You have to outscore your opponent. Mm. It sounds so simple, but that's how you do it, and that's what they're doing every week. Quick question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. LA Galaxy, yeah.
1: last season, yeah. take Zlatan out of it, is there much change. Could Could Zlatan have got LA Galaxy in the playoffs last year? No. Really? No. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we both predicted an LA Galaxy win in this game. We didn't get four free, so we're both at least on five points each. However, shall we see how else we did Go on. on the predictions? Uh, remember last week, episode 22? Mm-hmm. I pointed out that over the season, I was 9-2 in the lead. Um, you
0: can go on,
1: don't you? Yeah, 9-2 in the lead, and you need to put your ideas up. In fact, I even said it was a big week because if anyone wanted to uh, have a go at the predictions and get better than you, then we would have to have a conversation whether they come on the podcast and we kick you out. It's now 10-2. I've got 45 points. You've got 25
3: it's yeah, that's close.
1: Mm. We get five points for a correct outcome. We get uh, ten points for a correct result. Elliot, it's ain't happening for you at the moment, is it? Can we just
3: call this whole season <laughs> off? Like, in terms of... Teams we support. Can we just reach? Can we just choose some new ones? I mean, I'm going to Orlando next week. Can't wait. Uh, can we just choose new teams? St- wipe the re- predictions clean. Wipe the fantasy. Let's just let's just start again. In fact, actually, should we just shut down the podcast? No. Just I mean, your team's not doing. well. Two and a half thousand people would be heartbroken. But let's just shut it down. <laughs> uh, no. You need we're, to. We're, you need to. We're done.
1: No. Turn my mic
3: back up. So, uh, guys, thank you. Over the last uh, twenty-three weeks, you've made it an absolute joy um, to to follow this league. As that's a lie, because about nineteen of those weeks, Orlando got hammered. Um, but it's been all right. It's been uh, it's been good. Cheers for following us and stuff. But yeah. Come on, let
1: me back on. <sighs>
3: Go on, final right. final word.
1: So you've lost at predictions. Your team lost. I tell you what we need to do. We need to have a just a very quick check on our fantasy. League. I was hoping you were going to forget about that. We've not checked it in a while, and now this a is, while.
3: That's an under, that's yeah. an understatement. This is
1: the breakoff point. Uh, it all starts again after the All Star game. So you never know. I you... wish
3: they did this in the Premier League one because b- by November I was so behind. So let's have a
1: quick look at fantasy. And see how everyone did. Do you know what? Since they
3: made it easy, they added it to the MLS app. I've totally forgotten to check it. Like they've made it so easy. You used to have to go online and all. Now I just, I just forget to log in. I forget to make any changes. I, I hate to think who I've got playing. I really do. Um, well, we've both actually
1: got no one playing at the moment. Just to reset it. Oh, can you check? Oh yeah. He says oh, the this spring, this spring League winner of the MLS UK show Fantasy League was John Corby's mates. John Corby's mates was winning for a long time. Oh, here we go. Right, spring season. Right, I've got it here.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So this
1: is how we ended up. So John Corby's mates, congratulations to you, Houston Dynamo fan. 2,417 points he got, and he has ended up on top of our MLS UK show Spring League. So all eyes on him for the next um the next part of it the next part 2 let's see how me and you did cuz i have finished oh it's close is it have you seen what's happened i don't mind if it's close cuz that that's good i finished on 20 in 24th spot i got 77 points on the last weekend and i got 1249 points Elliot holman you finished in 25th spot. Oh. <laughs> 1,204 points. So you've lost in predictions, Orlando lost, and you've lost in the spring part of the But fantasy. we are only
3: halfway through fantasy.
1: Well, it all starts again, so...
3: I, I honestly... <laughs> right, this I is the thing. Free. I wanted you to win just no, to this get is, No, it's my own fault, because I haven't even logged in. I literally haven't logged in for four months. It's, that's, in, that's an embarrassment. That's my own... That's my own fault. I'm sorry, I've let everyone down because I've not even made this interesting. Because I was hammering you, I've just left it. Yeah, genuinely, uh,
1: I hadn't checked it for a while and then I thought, right, before the weekend, I think it was on Saturday morning, I thought, right, check it. How many points am I off Elliot? Try and get above him. And then it came
3: up saying game week has already started so I couldn't (laughs) change anything anyway. (laughs) Um, So I, I vow, I vow to try harder in the second... It doesn't mean I'll be good, but... This is the thing. I'm not. Th- Please don't get it twisted. I'm not saying I'm going to beat you or come top of the league. I just mean I might actually log in and try because th- th- I have failed in even doing that this this time. So the fact that I've even got any points is a miracle.
1: Oh well, we'll both do that. Um,
3: we I think we, do we need to restart
1: the league anyway? If you've got a MLS fantasy team, search for us MLS UK. Show. Now is a
3: great time to join because we're, we're restarting. So you're not going to be behind. Yeah, um, you can guarantee that you won't be bottom because me and Henry are playing. Uh, so, so search for us, MLS UK Show. Yeah, uh,
1: our tweeters. If you have any issues, tweeters, We'll get it all set up
3: again and we'll go for part two. We'll get you in. Um, right, enough of that. I'm, I can't take any more.
2: MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt.
3: I am so tired from staying up for that All-Star game. Oh, and I managed to last longer than you. I know. You had...
2: got to halftime. I'm
3: so tired. Like, it. right, this is the thing. So here in the UK, the games are on at stupid times. If you yeah. want to watch Portland and LA and stuff, the games are just on at stupid times. So, like, the the Orlando-LA game at the weekend set me up for a, for a fall all this week because I started my week shattered and going to bed at like half four in the morning, five in the morning, and then being at work all day. And then they put the All-Star game on midweek and it's finishing at that time. And it's just like, oh... Yeah, I'm um, struggling. I was struggling. I'm I didn't miss any goals, though. You didn't.
1: uh, Apart from the penalties. But I'm uh, I'm trying to fight back a yawn as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we had we actually had a really busy day on Wednesday with uh, doing stuff for our radio show. We actually went to uh, to Bolton Wanderers. You were like a kid at Disneyland. Yeah, uh, we went to the training ground with uh, a pop star from the UK, Danny Jones. We had loads of fun. And then uh, we did the radio show and then we went our separate ways and we were like, right, we'll live tweet throughout the mm. uh, All-Star game. You got home, I got to, to my home and I did a few bits for the, the radio show and then I was like, right, it's 12 o'clock. I'll start getting ready for the All-Star game. And when as soon as you
3: chill out, that's when it yeah, hits you. It hits you so tight. It didn't start till quarter to one in the morning for no. us. So it was a struggle. However, I did enjoy it. I, like, I love the whole concept of it. I think the All-Star game is brilliant. I, In terms of roster, is it pretty much what you expected? Um, I I'm, think it was basically Atlanta United versus Juventus. They may as well have just had their own friendly.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I don't... Well, we've discussed this uh, on previous podcasts that there's some players maybe that you feel why have they got in like i mean parkhurst is a legend in mls but it didn't really add anything to the Mm. squad i don't think same with brad guzan we discussed that zach stefan should have got in but i liked the way we did it during the game where it wasn't just the 11 and then um and then that was it they made three subs because you gotta remember you know we may have conned some people in thinking we know a lot about mls but this is only our what second season Mm. watching it really uh so I don't know that may happen in uh, I can't remember what happened last season against Real Madrid but uh it was good to see that. I watched it in
3: Hooters last year.
1: You did. You was on holiday. I was we were texting. Uh yeah, so it was really good. It was uh it was nice to see all the players playing as well and um there's not many players. If you look at the the players who didn't make it, is there anyone that stands out for you? For me
3: for me it's uh it's keeper wise. Um I know Brad Guzan plays for Atlanta and I don't want to start all this again like he's he's done a great job for for Atlanta. Uh 70% of shots he's faced this year he's saved. So fair play. It's good. Um you know, Tatters in charge. But T- because it's Atlanta it's probably like seven shots. <laughs> um, well there are there are goalkeepers who have better um save rates. Right. So um when well, you... who are they? Name them. Evan Bush. Okay of Montreal. He's faced 135 shots. Are we saying that the majority of ours were at the start of a season? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, and he's saved 71.1% of them. Okay, So he's faced more shots than Brad and he's saved more. Yeah. Um, Sean Johnson, but, uh, this is the thing, Montreal's defence obviously a little weaker than Atlanta's, I think it's fair to say, for, for the majority of the season so far. Sean yeah. um, Johnson, NYCFC, has faced 97 shots. So if you think Evan Bush, 135, Sean Johnson, 97. There's your difference in your defence. Yeah, yeah. um, but he saved 72.2% of those. So he's faced less and he's saved more. So, um, you know, you, you could argue all day over stats. Stats are very subjective, um, but I think those two are very, very unlucky to miss out because they've been in top form for their clubs
1: yeah um, and this is the whole I think it does add to the whole uh, league versus national side debate we have it here in England Mm. with the Premier League versus the national team a lot of people saying that the Premier League has actually hindered the national team yeah if you are the you know you're part of the US MNT um, well coaching staff you're part of the the guys that make the decisions Mm. also with Canada do you look at the fact that Brad Guzan's got in the team and think, well, that's a wasted pick? Because surely there's a lot... And MLS has got a, a lot of great keepers. We talked to mm. Jack uh, Steen uh, St- about it, uh, the Cincinnati goalkeeping coach, and he named six or seven great goalkeepers. Mm. Didn't mention Brad Guzan. Is it a missed opportunity for someone else?
3: I think goalkeeping is very subjective as well. I think... Uh... Not this season, certainly, but um, last season I would have argued till I was blue in the face that Joe Bendix one of the best shot stoppers in the league. Not worked out for him this year. Defense in front of him has been extremely poor as well. I think is key to remember. Um, but it's very subjective. We all think that our goalkeepers are pretty good, um, but you know, and this is why I wanted to go on stats and stats alone. So, so Evan Bush, Sean Johnson. Um, were the two for me that when you examine everything, and this is everything included, I've, I've looked at a, a, a lot of different stats. These are the two for me uh, that I think have done an exceptional job. And, and Evan Bush, just because he plays for Montreal, this is what you have to remember. Mm. Just because Montreal are, are, are only just sort of sitting in the playoffs doesn't mean that he isn't one of the best goalkeepers in the league. This is what you have to remember. It's the same with strikers. We've got well, there's strikers at teams bottom of the league <laughs> Wayne Rooney for example Wayne Rooney Dom Dwyer guys who can hit the target guys who are frightening and you would not want to face them but just because their team's not doing well does it doesn't mean it's not the be all and end all
1: this is what I wanted to ask you about because somebody that I did notice weren't there one of the biggest names in the league Bastian Schweinsteiger yeah he plays for Chicago they've lost the last five yeah. I know that the roster gets picked weeks ago but still lost the last five Finding himself dropping out of the playoffs, but it's Bastian Schweinsteiger. Mm. How do you look at an All Star team? Is it All Stars as in uh, I don't know, like Space Jam, where you just pick the the popular characters, or is it All Stars <laughs> as in um, like actual quality?
3: Well, as we know, half of half is voted for by by fans, half is picked by by the by the coach. So it would have been Tata Martino uh, and and Don Garber, the commissioner, gets two picks. So fans are voting if you know bastion is an incredible player he's a world cup winner but he plays that role where you you kind of sit back maybe the rooney role that we started Mm -hmm. to see in the premier league for everton where you sit back a little bit you're not as involved in in the attacks um and and maybe he's just not grabbed headlines maybe it could have been very very close we don't know um but i i wasn't surprised i don't i don't feel like Chicago fans may disagree with me, but, you know they've they've been very average, yeah, um, so of Orlando. there was only one Orlando player there let's you know let's be fair, um, which I think is correct by the way um and and I just think that maybe he hasn't quite captured the imagination the way that he did last year because he was new and he was fresh, and it was Schweinsteiger and he's won the World Cup like this is huge um and and it'll be interesting. there'll be there'll be players in that team yesterday who who won't feature next year and I, I think that's I think that's perfectly fine.
1: Okay. Uh so we were discussing before the All-Star game. We were having a look at the stats. You have been like you have been like a mathematician this week. You've been going like I've are, quite enjoyed it. Did, did you know that this striker has got a 66% scoring average when it's raining? Yeah. Uh uh so you've got all the stats there. We were looking at the roster to mm. determine is it actually the best players in MLS who were picked or is it just Atlanta top of the league let's pick half of our team because they're hosting it as
3: well. The short answer is is no. It's not the best players in the league. Uh it's the biggest names and I think at the end of the day if you're putting on an all-star game, I think it's still some of the a lot of the names that stats-wise didn't deserve it would probably still get picked because they are who they are. Um but it's been really interesting. I've uncovered some incredible stats and you sort of think what? I stumped everybody on Twitter with with the question that I, that I put on earlier this week where I said there's one player in MLS currently who has a better shot conversion rate than uh, Joseph Martinez and nobody could guess nobody had any clue who it was some of the suggestions were uh interesting yep uh, I said Drake
1: because the picture pitcher... <laughs> The picture you kind of blurred a bit, kind of looked like Drake. Yeah, it
3: wasn't Drake. Spoiler alert!
1: But somebody did actually get it right, didn't they? And you, you quote retweeted it, and <laughs> I was surprised because I love this player, especially at the start of the season, the first few podcasts, and then he's kind of he's carried on playing well. But because David V has come back into it, he's kind of been forgotten about. It was uh, Jennifer, so who got it right? Yeah,
3: well, congratulations to Jennifer. She she correctly guessed to Jury. Yeah. Now. Tajuri, this is subjective again. So you, when you're talking about uh, conversion rate, you know, th- obviously the more goals you've scored, the more shots you've got, the, the higher your conversion rate's going to be. Now, Joseph Martinez for Atlanta United scored 24 goals and that is a conversion rate of 38.7. He's taken a lot of shots. He scored 24 of them. Yeah. So he scored 38.7% of his shots. Tajuri for NYC has only scored eight goals. However, He's taken much less shots. His conversion rate is 40%. So when you present Tajiri with a chance, he is the greatest this year in 2018 in MLS of, of putting that ball away. I'm not saying that he should have been picked for the all Star. Just, I just think it's interesting to look at stats because we like, Martinez is incredible. Martinez, Martinez, Martinez. And he is. The guy's guy unbelievable. He scored 24 goals already. We're only halfway through the season. But Tajiri's actually... Away more chances technically.
1: Okay, so uh, Sajiri is. The... I would have liked to see him play the same amount of games. Is what I'm saying. Right. So he's technically the best striker. on starts the technically. Best... Technically, how does he compare to the other strikers that got picked? We're talking BWP, Giovinco, uh, Piatti. Got uh, not Piatti, Valeri. Sorry.
3: These are all strikers that I think we agreed deserve to be there. They've had uh, either a brilliant last couple of years or a great 2018 BWP's just hit 100 in MLS, which is incredible. Um, Giovinco, talk to me about this. Tata manages Atlanta. Yeah, He selected a lot of Atlanta players. A lot of Atlanta players were in the squad, whether they were voted for by fans or, or whatever. We all know what's going on in Atlanta is huge. They've got a big weight behind them when it comes to voting as well, but fair play. Tata chose Giovinco as one of his picks. Giovinco this season... Hundred and nine shots, but only six goals. He's had more shots than anybody in MLS this year by a long way, and he's only scored six goals.
1: Wow, that's that is a well, it's less than ten percent, isn't it?
3: So, what, if you're Tata, what are you, what are you picking? Because it's Giovinco. Because we know what he can do. We know he can turn a game on its head. We know he can put a free kick in from thirty yards. The guys, the guy's unbelievable. But this season on form. He's taken a hundred and nine shots. Yeah. Imagine taking a hundred and nine shots at goal. You score six of them. Are you shooting from the wrong distance? Should you be passing? Should you be looking to bring bring more of your team into the game? Should you be setting up more goals? Are you wasting attacks? Or do you genuinely believe that a hundred and nine times you were going to score? It was a bit like us at Bolton's training ground. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. But but again, if I'd have taken a hundred and nine shots and only scored six goals. I would have gone home a lot sooner than we did. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. we we discussing the stats, and and I know uh, it's it's fascinating because there's no other league in the world that does this. There's no other league no. that gets other players together and they play a, a a prestige friendly, which it is. It's a friendly game, um, but you've got to think that
3: it's a marketing ploy, and it, I get it. Yeah, I I totally get it, and I don't think that I'm disagreeing with the roster or whatever you know there's only one Orlando player in it I'm not I'd you know I'm surprised even Yoshi was there I'll Mm -hmm. be fair I'll be honest with you but I, I I'm just I just think it's interesting we have these ideas of who these big players are and actually shout out to the guys that are doing it week in week out that are doing better than those big names and and deserve a mention
1: we do. And this is the thing. is because it's a prestige game. And let's face it, each club or each stadium uh, only hosts it once. So it's uh, Atlanta this time. It got announced that it's Orlando next time. It won't be Atlanta again. It may be in the next few years, but it won't be mm. next season or the season after. So you only get it once. The manager, unless he moves to Orlando, which probably isn't going to happen, will only manage that team once. Mm. So it's not as if you've got a manager doing it every season maybe if you got that he would pick fresh players so you can't blame this whole setup that they do pick the prestige players Tajiri unfortunately is a good player but he's not a big star so Tajiri funnily enough Tajiri could uh, be there for three or four seasons he could score 50 he could score 10 goals a season that's 40 goals, 50 goals, mm. and never play in the All-Star game. Yeah. And he's missed out on that. He's missed out on the, the biggest event in MLS. And I feel that's a bit of a shame.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not saying that he should have been in it, but I, I, it's just interesting, isn't it? It's mm. really interesting to dive into the stats. Uh, one one person I do genuinely feel sorry for, and I think maybe arrived a little bit too late, but wow, did he deserve a place in that squad last night? Diamande at LAFC. What an unbelievable start he has made. Yeah. Um, we're talking about shots and, and goals and, and conversion rates. This is the last last one we'll mention, but since he joined LAFC, he scored nine goals. 36% conversion rate, so on a par with Martinez. Nine goals in what what feels like two games. It, it, what, an, what an incredible way to announce yourself into MLS. Um, be really, really surprised if he doesn't go on to hit 20 by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, maybe 25, and next year, that's a that's a golden boot race. Martinez, Diamande, that is a golden boot race.
1: But you've got to remember as well, there's no World Cup next year. No. Vela. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Veya. <laughs> Not Vela. Uh Veya, he's up there. Like All these players that have missed out, uh, Ibrahimović mm. is going to have a full season. David Villa. David Villa is going to hopefully have a full season. Hopefully, Giovinco will be back. Yeah, Giovinco will be back. Atlanta would have got rid of all the good players cuz they've gone to europe so uh, they'll have to find someone else um yeah it's it's it, well, what we should celebrate is the the fact that we've got these players who haven't been picked in mls we've got a uh, i think mls does get a bad it, not a bad rep, but i think people kind of look down on it i a think bit. it's
3: improving i think things like this um, it wouldn 't happen in any other league in the world no. I love it. this is what america north America I should say this is what they do they make it they make events huge even we put a gif on at the start of of the the, the writing that was on the pitch and the mm. flashing lights and it 's just glitz it 's glamour it 's showmanship and I love it. I love that. Shout out to you, MLS because it was incredible and I, and I love it
1: yeah and uh, we just need we just need more it 'll come and I think the the People in the UK and in Europe will start to see MLS like we see it. It's a great league. It's fascinating. There's so much action. There's so many good players that I think would get that move to Europe. And the like, you know, the the players
3: like Tajiri, If he carries on, he'll get his move to Europe, and he'll he'll smash it. I think. I know we're maybe biased, but do you think the MLS All Stars should be taking on more English teams? Because I think it's great playing huge huge teams like juventus and and real madrid i know they've played arsenal and spurs in in recent years but should they be playing a, a a british team let's say at least once a season because i think here we have more market for for mls than a potential market for mls than than anywhere else in europe we're speaking the same language i think a lot of Brits go over to the States on holiday, maybe more so than than you get in Italy and Spain. They have nice weather already. Um, I I just think there's a huge, huge gap in MLS's marketing here in the UK. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. And and that's why we appreciate everybody who's listening to this and and everybody's help in in marketing it over there, whether you live uh, this side of the pond or or over in the States or Canada. I, I just think this is the sort of thing. If they came and played over here, Bring your Latans, bring your David Vias, bring your Giovinco's, bring bring your homegrown's as well. Yeah, what a spectacle we could have at Wembley.
1: Yeah, Uh, I agree with that last bit. (gasps)
3: Give myself
1: (laughs) shivers now. It's happening. Come on, make it happen. I agree with that last bit because they try. I think uh, the All Star Game until 2013 was always an English team, Mm. Uh, and then you know it started off with like Fulham and West Ham. As long as we don't get back to that, (laughs) come on guys. Uh, But we're playing Bolton next. (laughs) I'd, oh, I'd love that but uh no seriously i think yeah i think it's good to see them face the likes of juventus and uh real madrid and whoever and bayern munich and whatever in the us but i just feel for the the opposition it's great for us watching mls but the opposition will always look at that as a friendly the fans will always look at it as a friendly and there's not that competitiveness there mm. juventus last night got the lead not one point did I see Juventus pushing. Like, the first 10 minutes was all all-stars. But have you seen Juventus play in the Champions League? That's what they do. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. But I think Real Madrid were the same last year. They mm. got the goal, and then it was just like, I'll oh, just sit back. So I would love them to come over to Europe. And I think, yeah, I honestly think, put on paper, um, Tottenham, Man United, whoever, versus an MLS all-star, people would look at that and be like, in this country who don't watch MLS and maybe look and think well okay well why are we doing that then they'd look at the names and mm. they'd be like Zlatan, David yeah. Villa, Wayne Rooney yes it would and fill the stadium and even
3: the, the players they won't have heard of your Alfonso Davis, mm. your Yoshi your Tunes your Josef Martinez Miguel Almiron it puts it gives these players a chance to come over here play in a ridiculously um, brilliant atmosphere in a brilliant stadium proper soccer specific yeah soccer specific stadium unlike last night uh and uh, <laughs> sorry. Wow. And uh and I just think it's great for everyone. You Alfonso Davis comes over comes over here. Everyone's gonna be like, Who is this kid? MLS is brilliant. Yeah. I just I honestly I just think this needs to happen. Let's get the MLS All Stars over here or let's get a little mini tournament. Let's get Orlando over, let's get LA Galaxy over, let's get Atlanta over, let's have a little mini tournament you know. Maybe there needs to be an MLS break at this point of the year, so that they can come over. I just think marketing at this point is actually a massive factor. I think it's really important yeah. um, if the league is going to grow outside of North America. And maybe for a few years they need to take that hit. I know it's not ideal; the season times don't add up. But I, I, I really, really, the more I think about this, and the more I talk about this, and I'm sorry because I'm going on about it, I really believe that this would be brilliant.
1: I'd be all right. Two weeks off from MLS. Get the all stars involved in this international cup. Do you know what they've yeah. been doing? Yeah, yeah. So Real Madrid are playing Man United. Man United are playing Liverpool. Roma versus mm. I don't know, Benfica or whatever. Get them involved. Get these two, get get them playing a few teams because even then, the
3: homegrowns.
1: Yeah, then the players are with each other for a few weeks because the way it for me it just seemed a bit rushed yeah and I know they do a full week of it and they have events in the uh, the uh, weekend but the players aren't there because they're with the teams mm. then they they get to Atlanta on Sunday or the Monday the match is on Wednesday they've got two days to train with the, the players and whatever I if it were me I would have I would have it on the Saturday have a, at least a full week leading up to it, like we do with a Super Bowl. Like Even in this country, we get coverage of a Super Bowl leading up to it, and it's like, oh, we're doing all these events at the venue, you've got local people involved, you've got people going out for the whole week, you've got the players having all these press conferences, doing all this stuff. It would be fantastic. Get the other team involved, mm. last few days of it, get them involved. But, you know, I just think it was a bit rushed. So, ideas to improve the all-star we've come up with either do it for a whole week leading up to it or have a mini tournament take it on tour take it on tour come to england an excuse for us to go meet the players <laughs> uh or at least have a few games get them involved in this international cup
3: i feel sad that we i do i if i it sounded so real in my head and it's it's got me excited. If it let us know your ideas, please at MLS UK show. Any ideas to improve the MLS All Star week, two weeks, three weeks, yeah. month, preseason, postseason, whatever? Let let's have them please at MLS UK show. Oh, I've got goosebumps just thinking about it. Uh, and
1: one more thing on this:
3: Dom Dwyer can come home to Norwich.
1: Uh, one more thing on this. Because the All-Star, What did you think of the actual game? Because I
3: think All-Stars played really well. Mm, they did play well. I think the first half... For second, a team that don't really know each other that well. Yeah,
1: second half, I thought it kind of just... It passed by the game for mm. me. That became a friendly for me. Until so the penalty shootout. I think All-Stars kind of... Uh, I don't know. Maybe Juventus and the All-Stars thought You know what? It gets to a penalty shootout. All-Stars have done well. They've took Juventus to a penalty shootout. Mm. Juventus are like... It's penalties. Mm. Um... First half, they played really well. Juventus didn't... I think it came against the run of play, their goal. Martinez equalised five minutes later. I was really impressed with that first half. thought Mm. it was great. Me too. And that shows the quality of uh, players in MLS.
3: Exactly. Told you so, everyone else who doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's pointless, me saying it, but told you it's not that bad. Um, Shall we have a look ahead to this week?
1: Yes, they're all back with the teams.
3: Let's do it.
2: This week in MLS...
3: Oh, I do love
1: doing predictions. I'm so good at them. Yeah, it's easy to forget with MLS uh, All-Star versus Juventus that there is actually matches this weekend. So, uh let's look forward to this I, weekend's action. I do love m- more opportunities for Orlando City to lose. You never know. You never know. Mm. New England aren't great away, are they?
3: Wow. Well, yeah. Let's let's just let's start with Atlanta and <laughs> And see what happens
1: Atlanta United versus Toronto FC um,
3: 9 o'clock Saturday evening I think this is a comfortable home win I'm going 3-1 do you think even with Toronto's resurgence mate come on you're being, you're being Atlanta at home 3-1 Atlanta
1: are going to want revenge for the last game of last season Toronto famously needed a point to get, break the record they did it and I think they will get that revenge. I don't think it'll be as easy as uh, as what you're saying. Actually, I'm going to go 2-0. So I guess it's the same, really. It's a winning winning by two. Uh, right, Sunday morning, half 12. Montreal versus DC United. Don't watch this game because chances are there's going to be an hour long weather break. And with more means, we'll have to go to bed late.
3: Calm down. Uh, Montreal, 1-0 win.
1: I think with Rooney there, I actually think DC will start to score more. There'll be more goals in their games. I think this will be two-two. Okay. Orlando City versus New England Revolution. Do you know what? You know what, mate? I'm I'm doing it, and this is we have a lot of Orlando fans listening to his podcast. Are you rooting for me? I'm rooting for you. Uh, Ma- are um, you
3: Maxie rooting for me?
1: <laughs> I am. Although we do have New England fans who listen to his podcast, but man. Hmm, you have both won the same amount of games this season. However, Orlando have lost seven more than New England Revolution. So I'm going to go for an Orlando win, and I think it will be 3 2. 2 1. 2. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> Uh, 1 o'clock FC Dallas versus San Jose Earthquakes I'm not getting tricked into this because a few weeks ago I said if there's ever a, yeah. a, a home banker
3: it's Rail Salt Lake versus Colorado Rapids and that ended 2-2 you looked like a right banker didn't you I did yeah I'm getting no, I'm sorry Dallas Dallas home against San Jose 3-0 I was going to go 3 nil. I'm going to go 4-1 then Minnesota United versus Seattle Sounders Interest in this one, yeah, both, very interesting. Both on the up, apart from Minnesota's result of the weekend. Uh, I'm gonna go, t- oh, it's tough, isn't it? That's really tough. It is. Seattle turned it around, Minnesota are really good at home,
1: and that's why I'm gonna side with Minnesota on this one. But it's gonna be very close. I think 2 1. I was gonna say 2 1. I'm, go- I'm gonna say the same, okay uh one o'clock as well uh sunday morning new york city versus vancouver whitecaps uh david via as we mentioned before has pulled out sort of the mls all-star game so he won't be able to play in this game as yep. mls rules but
3: you know but new they, york city... they, they're fine at home without via <laughs> yeah. we, we've learned this this isn't a big issue um it's ridiculous they can spare him they can send him to orlando we need him more we're, we're more in need hmm. um I think this... Sorry about that noise I just made. I don't know what that was. Uh, I think this will be 3-1 to New York City FC.
1: Um, I'm going to go 2-1 to New York City FC.
3: Okay. Colorado Rapids versus LA Galaxy, who will outscore anyone. It could be... Colorado could score six, and it would be Galaxy 7. I'm going to go 3-2 to LA Galaxy.
1: Uh this is one of the games that Zlatan Zlatan doesn't like certain pitches does he but I think he will like the Sporting Goods Park pitch uh and go I on think Dicks. for for that reason I think LA Galaxy will win
3: 3-1. Houston Dynamo Sporting Kansas City can they get back to winning ways tough place to go Houston I'm going to go 2-0 Houston Dynamo. Um Houston love a
1: high-scoring game. That's why I'm going to go 3-2 to Houston Dynamo. RSL
3: versus Chicago. I think RSL, again, is is a fortress. Chicago struggling. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 2... No, 3-1 RSL.
1: 4-2 RSL. Chicago will have lost six in a row.
3: Portland Timbers versus Philadelphia Union. And as we always say... Portland
1: at home. Portland at home. Four AM. Um Timbers unbeaten in fourteen. Philadelphia uh are a mixed bag, to be fair, but I I don't see him getting anything at Portland Timbers. Uh a Fernando Adilis, Portland Timbers. Oh, how will they cope? <laughs> uh I'm gonna go two nil, Timbers. Three nil, Armin hattrick Hat trick. Oh, uh, right, Sunday evening, this is a huge game. New York Red Bulls versus Los Angeles Football Club. This could have a, a big say in the supporters' shield mm. rankings
3: at the end of the season. Yeah. Red Bulls, are they going to lose again at home? I don't think so. No. I'm going to go 2 all. Uh I think...
1: <sighs> I like
3: LAFC, they're playing, playing some nice stuff.
1: Yeah, they are. They'll be really uh, disappointed not to have won. Against LA Galaxy last week, uh, the way they drew, they threw that away and drew it. I think, um, I, f- I think Red Bulls will win. I don't see them losing two home games in a row. I think they'll win. Um, oof, what score are they going to win? I think it'll
3: be two-one. Red Bulls. Okay. Now, little bit of admin. Mm-hmm. We do need to say, I am away. For a couple of weeks. Yep. So the results of these you can tweet it. Out. I won't have won. It'll go horrifically bad for me as as always. Um but forgive me because I am going to the land of MLS. I'm heading over to North America. Gonna be staying in Florida for a bit. No Orlando home games while I'm there. Secretly quite happy, happy, 'cause I think it might ruin my holiday. So uh I'm I'm gonna go down to the pub, I'm gonna go downtown Orlando and watch uh DC United uh, versus Orlando, which is on uh, Sunday the twelfth of August.
1: Do you remember when these results, uh, so these fixtures came out? Yeah, I'd um, already booked my holiday. You'd that's already booked your holiday, and we were looking, and I checked for you, and I went, "Oh, mate," I said, "They're away at DC, and you were gutted." And then when we realised that, that's only because DC played like yeah ten of their first twelve games <laughs> away
3: from home and need some home games. That it didn't really uh, it didn't go down well. But, um... but I'm secretly quite pleased because you don't need that ruining your holiday, do you? I've enjoyed going to Orlando games the last couple of years. It's been great. The atmosphere has been incredible. It's how I fell in love with this whole thing. It's how, this is why we're sat here. But I'm sorry. I, I, no one needs that on their holiday. Nice little breaks. My first holiday in ages. Mm. It'll just It'll just be nice to not have to suffer that.
1: Oh, well... Have a great time. Uh, I'll be still here in the UK. So if you've got, if you want to tweet us anything or DM us anything or chat about anything in MLS, uh, please do. We do appreciate it. A lot of you actually send us MLS news, which is nice. Mm. Uh, so carry on doing that. I'll be doing bits, little bits on uh, the Twitter page. Subscribe, like our social channels at MLS UK Show on Instagram and Facebook as
3: well. Just before we take this break, as well, can I just say if you if you tweet us during the week, a we 100%, we both see all of it. Like We both read everything. So thank you very much. Um, it kind of makes it all worthwhile. It like It's it's really, really interesting to hear what people have got to say. I genuinely really, really appreciate everybody who gets in touch, whether it's an opinion or a bit of news in case we haven't spotted it or uh, you've... Like, highly, highly disagree with something that we've said on the podcast, which is uh, usually the case. Um, Thank you so much for getting involved. Continue to do so over the next couple of weeks, um, even though I'm going to be stateside. Uh, And hey, if you're in Orlando and you want to go for a beer, let's do it. Let me know. Tweet me uh, at MLS UK show or at Elliot Holman. Let's meet up for a beer and talk soccer. Let's do that, please. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you very much. That would be lovely. Right. Thanks for listening. You might have to buy it. Henry's taking all my money on these predictions.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a few weeks.
2: Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little
1: escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.